0: Good night Shabbos. Uh, we're I'm going to begin uh, Sheer number 34 from the Svarma of Pliskin. We're in the safe for unkindness. Today we're going to discuss um, two things. The first is about positive role models, and the role models that you have create you. Um, they are your vision of what you wish to do, what you, what you wish to become. And they give you a clear picture of what it needs to take to get there. Now, we spoke about in the past, of course, uh, when you emulate um, people that are, let's say, actors, Hollywood actors, some guyam um, that are uh, not moral, but they are uh, well-respected or good-looking or very, very talented. And if that's who you admire and that's who you respect then you tend to emulate those type of attributes. So if they uh, fool around and they do unethical things, uh, you look at it in a positive way if you admire them. Um, On the contrary, if you look to uh, G'dayle Yisrael, you look to someone like Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, yes, we may not be able to get to his toenails, but the very fact that you emulate somebody like that and see what his beautiful midas were, or how smother is, and try to follow those things according to your ability, that elevates you, that brings you up, that brings you to where you need to be. So when you read biographies of great people, of real tzaddikim, great people, what happens is, and it it is, and it's true you need some realistic expectation. You know you can't be on that madrega, But nevertheless, you expand your mental vision of what's possible for you. And after reading such a biography, I remember just being very moved by the biography of Ramaisha, Moshe, uh, written by Rosham and Finkelman, and then he had a 25th anniversary one with more uh, material in there. And I was very Nisragish from it and very, very uh, moved by it, and it motivated me to want to become better and to emulate th- a lot of the beautiful Midas and Asmoda and everything that's exhibited there, even though I know that Alavaya should get to that the toenails of someone as great as him. But nevertheless, it is Kadai. When you read biographies and you think about people who you can gain from, and you see at least Yagia, like he said in the Svas must say Yagia, Maisei, La Maise Everyone's to say, how can you reach the mice of the Ovis? And the question is, who are you kidding? How can we even go even near them? But Yagia, the Svas says, means Negiyah. you have a certain connection. And the same thing over here. And don't think it's unrealistic. And the more you have such role models you learn how to adapt and those patterns then you become more matzliach in, in that now of course everyone needs to serve Hashem in their own special unique way you don't become like a copycat just like someone does something you do the same exact thing uh, even with good things but you need to develop your own um, path in this Hashem but nevertheless it is true for example if you see somebody that um, is a tremendous, uh, um, the way he davens with such ehrlichkeit and sincerity, and you see something like that, and it moves you, and you want to sort of learn from that, that's a wonderful thing. And the kindness is, is when you show people the importance of good role models, and you get to influence young people to find them role models, and to find people that they could... um, uh, even if they don't reach the level of those role models, but to try to follow their ways to get them to a point where they could even be beyond what they could imagine. So all of us, we know that we may not be able to reach the level of those role models, of those that we are that we are looking up to and learning about, but what we don't do is we don't Underestimate that value of how much you indeed could expand your own expand your own potential and your own greatness by following those models those role models so it's very important for people to choose the correct roles role models and to learn from them so that is one concept another concept is about encouraging somebody that was defeated or suffered a loss and um Here's an example, an anecdote he gives, uh, that someone ran for president for an organization and I had a good chance of winning and I had plans and, uh, my, my family would be so proud of me and, and it was the most exciting day of my life and I really thought I would win and I was in for a big shock that my opponent received more votes than I did. And in the beginning, the first few moments, it was very easy, you know, I was numb So I shook the hands with the winner, offered friendly congratulations, you'll do a good job, but then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I lost, and all my plans and all my dreams went up in smoke, and I felt dejected, I felt humiliated, humiliated. And an older gentleman who I greatly respected, he came to me, and he told me as follows. He said, I know how you feel. I was once in a similar situation. I remember the shock and the devastated feelings I had, and But I'll tell you, that was the beginning of many of my accomplishments. It gave me a sense of humility and perspective. And this old man told me, you're a great person. You accomplished a lot. You will accomplish a lot. You will get over this. You will use this defeat as a stepping stool to become even greater. And often many or most successful people would tell you their histories. They also had big, hurtful defeats that they were able to overcome and I was very grateful that this old man told me this, and this speeded up my emotional recovery, and my emotional healing. And I indeed accomplished great things later in life. So the kindness, the chesed of saying kind things, saying encouraging words to people who have been defeated in any way—it could be losing uh, an election for a president uh, in this organization, like he said, could be losing a a, a job, losing uh, an opportunity. Um, thinking you would get some big uh, steller uh, as a Rav in the big uh, Kehilla, and then you were uh, voted outvoted and, uh, and you didn't get it. Losing in such areas can be very, very painful and intensely painful at times. And it's very important when you see someone going through this to convey your words of consolation, write a letter, make a phone call, send a gift, give chizek, and You need to remember, like we said, successful people know that every defeat is an added challenge. It's a lesson that can be learned. It strengthens your character. We don't wish for it, but the bottom line is is that it does strengthen your character. And when you think about your past defeats, you grow from them, and you begin to help others in many ways. And remember, when you give people chizik like this, just don't say platitudes. You have to really really feel compassion, really feel empathy, not just saying I'm sorry, but really show from your words that you really understand what they're going through. And that's a tremendous sight So both for yourself and for others, it's very important to encourage when there's a setback. When there's a setback, you need to encourage yourself. And when there's a setback, you need to encourage others. I saw, I'm just going to end off over here, a fastening vart I just saw from in the safer Leket Rishimais on Tefillah. Uh, about the Mashkiach uh, from Lakewood, from Nochzen, Mayor of Achvogel, So he has a tremendous yesod there. It's a one-liner. They have very short sayings over there, and it's a tremendous uh, sefer. So anyway, he says that, this that the Igeres Ramban says, that the I'm just paraphrasing. I don't remember the exact words, but basically you should you should speak to everyone with nachas, with a certain calmness, with a ple- in a pleasant way. Reb Nosson Meir said that that talks. That's about that's referring not just to other people but to yourself when you talk to yourself. You need to talk to yourself, benachas. Your self-talk has to be benachas. Benachas creates a certain yishavadas within your own mind, not the bashing and the nervousness that you yell and scream at yourself. That doesn't mean that you're not self-critical. Of course, you have to look at your own faults and be honest with yourself, try to fix them. That is true, but you don't do it in a harsh way negative way towards yourself and he says that you say that when the Ramban said to speak to every person all the time that not just refers to somebody else but it refers to yourself when you talk to yourself you need to talk to yourself even when you're trying to self-correct you do it in a calm way by giving yourself chizik with that And even if you did something wrong, you tell yourself, I need to fix it. But you do it always with nachas, with a calmness, and not with a self-hatred, but just in a way to recognize the beauty of your neshama and the willingness and the wanting to improve. And that helps to a great degree. Have a wonderful Shabbos.